0: Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to the Angels and Awakening podcast. I'm your host and author, Julie Jancis. And today we're here with a really special friend, Nancy Windhart, who has the ability, you know, here at the Intuitive Kids podcast, we're all about getting you in touch with listening to that divine wisdom, that intuition within you. And what Nancy talks about is telepathy, that everybody has the ability to communicate without words with one another and she actually expresses that we can do this with our animals as well that the pets that we have in our household right here right now Nancy can teach us how to communicate with them Nancy welcome so much to the show thank you for being here thank
1: you so much for inviting me Julie it's great to be here and to share with the kids and all of your audience
0: Yeah, of course, of course. So um, what I wanted to have you dive into first is, where did this start for you? How did you start communicating telepathically with animals and for kids who don't understand telepathy? Can you explain that more for them? Sure. So this started for me when I was a kid, and it was one of this is one of
1: the reasons I was so happy to come on this on this show and talk with people about this, because this this came when I was a child. And um, and I really believe very strongly that this is an ability that we all have. Mm-hmm. So I do this as a job, but it, uh, it's not a special ability that only some of us have. We all have this ability to communicate. And what I mean by, by telepathy is simply communicating without our human words and this is a language that is universal it's that all beings share from humans to dogs and cats and horses and insects and trees it's a common language that everyone has and so when I was a child I remember communicating and just understanding my animal friends, um, the dog that was in my family, the cows you know, in the barn when I'd go to visit my grandparents. Um, and I never thought of it as something unusual or something special. I just knew they were my friends and I preferred to spend time with them more than with, with human children and, and people more, you know, frequently, I love to be with the animals. I love to be with the trees and I understood them. And I knew that they understood me and we had this common language that is based on feeling, it's based uh sometimes on uh images uh we'll we'll get a picture or we'll get an emotion or you know maybe a feeling about our body and the way somebody moves or you know there's a lot of different ways that this language can be spoken sometimes it's just a just an understanding oh i know that my dog friend doesn't feel good i can just tell right and maybe the dog isn't isn't showing something outwardly but we just have a feeling oh something's not right right all of that is what i put under the 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 topic of telepathy it's a it's a nonverbal intuitive way of communicating that's very simple and we all have this ability And what happens for us in the human world sometimes is that when we learn to speak and to read and write and to be in our busy human, you know, human world and human culture, we forget, we forget this language and we, we prefer to use this other language that we have, but the language never leaves. It's always there and we can always use it and access it at any time. If we remember that we know how to do this. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's amazing. So when it comes to those animal friends, um, what I have found with our own animals, we have two Shih Tzus in the house, little teeny tiny doggies, and um, they raise the vibration of our homes. They really shift and lift the energy. Can you talk to everybody about that for a moment too? Yeah,
1: I love that, and I I I love Shih Tzus. That's such a one. They're such a wonderful breed, and I've worked with many of them. And of course, I I love all animals. But that's great that you have those friends in your house. And you know, when we say lift the vibration, what does that mean? It means that they 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 bring to us so many gifts of how how other than human animals see and experience and feel the world right and so of course we know that we love them and they love us and there's that beautiful exchange of just love and understanding also companionship and and play and joy and you know our animal friends especially the ones that live with us you know we've all probably noticed they can they can be sensitive to what is going on with us so maybe we're sad and and they come to be close to us or maybe we're really really happy and they come to play with us and be with us and so you know all of that is part of that it lifts our energy and i think it's really important to recognize that animals have as many complex Uh, abilities and understanding and feelings as humans do. So they can experience a range of emotions and also a range of understanding. Sometimes our animal friends are more comfortable with the unseen world than we are as humans. They see things, they feel things that we may not always notice or see and feel. And all of that, if we're really listening to them and living in harmony with them can help to just expand our awareness and our consciousness of what's available and, and, and what is possible that we can sometimes lose in our human world. So I, yeah, I love that. And I think that animals do that for us in so many ways that even ways that we may not completely understand
0: yeah i don't know if you follow this account over on instagram but it's called at what about bunny and it is a dog who has these buttons that have like one word per each button and the dog can go and press the buttons but i think it's proving the conscious awareness within animals so much more than maybe our generation recognized initially where this dog will say, um, talk about dreams and ask like, what is a dream? And we'll talk about, you know, I animal, what are you, you know, like, uh, not understanding the difference between being an animal and um, the owner of the dog being a human. and. So as you learn how to communicate with your animals that you have within your home, what's the first step? What is the first step to take? So, you know, I think the first step is
1: to, is to learn how to be quiet with them. Yeah, And I don't mean that, and especially, you know, if they're children listening to this, like you don't have to be super silent, quiet, right? But what I mean by quiet is like being peaceful inside and and not doing a whole bunch of other things like you know being on our iPads or being on our phones or watching TV or you know um but it's it's cultivating and really practicing being quiet inside when we're with our animals and you'll find if you do that that animals will be much more comfortable in in spending time with us and being close to us. And, you know, and so if it's an animal in your family that you already have a relationship with, um, it may not be as important as it is being with an animal that you maybe don't know so well, but that just that being quiet with them, take time to just sit with them and just be with them. Um, Without doing anything or having a bunch of other stuff going on. And what that does is it creates space for us as, as humans to really be able to hear and understand and listen to them. And then the animals go, oh, the humans are being quiet you know, like they're not so distracted and thinking about all this stuff and doing all this busy, busy, busy stuff all the time. They're really here and they're with me. Oh, that means I can start to communicate and share more with them and we can have an exchange of understanding. So I think that's the first thing for for people to understand. And then, and this is especially for the kids who might be listening to this, I want to say, you're probably already doing it already. Yeah. And you just don't don't realize it. Or maybe your parents don't realize it. And if there are grown-ups listening to this, you're probably doing it already more than you realize. Also, and I think it's really important for kids to understand that this is a natural way of being. And you probably already experienced this. You have probably already understood something from or about your animal that you just know, or you hear, or you understand, or you feel. And so really be very respectful of that and trust it and you know and it it goes to this thing that you know sometimes we talk i know i was told when i was a child oh you can't be hearing the dogs dogs don't talk that's just your imagination right and i want to turn that whole idea upside down because Our imagination, first of all, our imagination is real. It's not something that's fake that we have to get rid of. We want to cultivate our imagination and we want to nourish our imagination. Imagination is our creativity and it's our intuition and it's our understanding of what's possible for us. So first of all, imagination is beautiful. Cultivate your imagination and trust what you feel like you're understanding and sensing and feeling and we all can tell the difference even a small child can tell the difference between something that's completely made up like if i said to you i had a conversation with a rattlesnake and and she told me that she wanted to wear roller skates in new york city you know you would know that that was a completely made up story it's kind of a fun idea right and you know it might be great for a story but you would know that probably the rattlesnake didn't say i want to put on a pair of roller skates right mm-hmm. but if i say to you the rattlesnake told me i'm up on the trail ahead of you and i don't want to hurt you but i need you to go 20 feet around that big rock up there so that you don't disturb me right that is a feeling like that has a feeling of truth right and i'm going to trust that i'm going to listen to that and you know what i might not have heard that clearly that's possible but i'm going to make i'm going to i'm going to stay on the side of trusting that and and believing what i'm feeling believing what i'm hearing and and you know if I don't understand something completely I can ask for more information right but I want people listening to this and especially kids to trust that trust those feelings trust those those things that come from your animal friends and cultivate that relationship of understanding because once you say I hear you I see you I know you're there I know you can communicate with me and I can communicate with you Then it starts to grow and it starts to expand. So, just like, you know, we water and take care of a plant until it starts to grow from a seed. When we water and take care of that intuitive ability that we have, to, to have communication with our animal friends, then it starts to grow and the animals go, oh, yay, they can hear me, wonderful. Now I'm really gonna help them, right? I'm really gonna show them, I'm really gonna help them. And especially with the animals in our families that we know and love and who know and love us, they will be so happy and so excited um, that, that people are really listening to them and paying attention and understanding them
0: amazing amazing yeah thinking back to owning uh, a dog when I was a little girl growing up and that dog being in our house it's interesting that you say we're already doing that already because I think those moments with my golden retriever growing up were the most quiet and still moments where I would just kind of lay on her tummy or put my head up to her tummy and just pat her back and just be still with her in my day and connect with another living being and I enjoy those moments now every day with my doggies And what's interesting, I think, as you go through life too, and you get a little older, you realize that communication, and every single human being just wants to be seen and heard and validated and loved. And the more that we know about one another, to your point of communicating with the animals, the more that we know about them, the deeper our relationship with them can go and grow. So I want to leave kids with a couple more insights, maybe your favorite insights of how to connect with animals or um, maybe a favorite story that you have or both. Sure. Well, you know, when when we can really understand our animal friends, then it
1: can help us in a whole bunch of ways. And I love that story that you shared about your dog when you were a kid, right? And that's a great example of, You weren't necessarily communicating about something, but you were just being together. And in that you laying with her, she laying with you, you were just sharing that deep understanding and connection and love. And so that's the first thing I think for people to understand is that it doesn't have to be a conversation about something like you and I are having a conversation right now, but it can be. And so sometimes we have understandings that can help us to solve problems with our animals or uh, understand something that they need or want from us. So, you know, I'll give a simple example um, of uh, somebody that I worked with recently who's who had adopted a kitten and the kitten was having a really hard time figuring out how to use the litter box. And the person had done everything right. And, you know, all the recommendations of you keep them in a small space to begin with, then you have the right kind of box, you have the right kind of litter. And this little kitten just could not figure it out. And he kept going in other places around and didn't understand how to use the litter box. And so this person asked me to communicate with the kitten and see if I could, you know, if we could help to understand what was going on. And the first thing he said to me when I, when I communicated with him and asked him about this issue is, I don't understand. I can't find the dirt. I can't find the dirt. And he was this little, little baby boy kitty, right? I can't find the dirt. I don't know where the dirt is. And as it turned out, he had been an outdoor cat, his mama was a stray cat. He'd been born outside. He'd been raised outside. And he gave me all of that information by pictures. So I saw when he was little, he was with his mommy. And, you know, they were living outdoors and they were living in a place where there was dirt and she taught her babies you know this is this is how we go to the bathroom. We go, we you know we scratch in the dirt. And they were living in a in a uh, here in the Southwest where it was a kind of a, a sandy dirt. You know where they were living, and then so you know what happened is this 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 kitten and his mama were rescued, and you know my the person that the human person had adopted this little kitten right. So you know it was all a happy ending in that way, but he didn't he had not had the experience. Of litter and a litter box, and it didn't feel right to him, and it didn't smell right to him. He said, "Where's mm-hmm. the dirt?" So I suggested to the person that that she go outside and get some dirt from the yard and mix it in, and then gradually change the the you know the ratio of litter and and dirt and help him, and and that solved the problem. And he was wow. like, wow. Oh. No, I understand. There's the dirt. And so, you know, it's a practical thing, right? Yeah. And, you know, for this kitten and his person, it changed their lives because the human person was going, what am I going to do? You know, I'm living with this kitten who can't figure this out, right? Um, and so that's an example of, you know, how, how we can use this to really understand the perspective of what's going on with our animal friends and 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 help them as much as they are able to help us
0: amazing i love that now as an animal communicator you work with all sorts of animals you work with horses and kittens and dogs do you work with reptiles too turtles and lizards talk to us about like what you have turned into just a spiritual business for yourself and and kind of how this works yeah, I mean, it's you know, there's no limit to species, right? So any
1: species can communicate in this way. And so what's very interesting is to feel the different perspectives of different kinds of animals um through their species lens, right? And so, yeah, I mean, uh, uh, insects, uh, reptiles, I've had um reptiles. I had a um a, a student in one of my classes. Uh, who had a, um, a pet snake and so she asked if she could bring her snake snake was such an incredible teacher for the people um, about what she understood and what she experienced and her relationship with her person and you know how she felt about being a snake um, as a, you know, kind of a wild animal, but a snake who had been born and bred in uh, a, a captive situation and who was living with a human. And she was very close to her human, and they had a really beautiful relationship with each other, um, which is different than how she might live if she were a snake living living in the wild. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I've worked um, with animals um, who live in rescues, and also wild animals. I've been able to um, spend a lot of time uh, with wild dolphins and whales and that experience is incredible and what I've learned with all of this is that you know this it when you use the word spiritual it really is this understanding that we are all spiritual beings we are all more than our physical body and you know, and this goes into you know your work also, right? With with mediumship and connecting with those who are in the spirit world. Animals can do that too. Mm-hmm. We're all more than our physical body, and we have these spirits and and this energy and and souls, um, and we have different. You know, we wear different suits, right? Yeah. But um, and we have different experiences in our different species. But fundamentally, we're all. The same in that way. And we can all relate to each other in that way. And so it's a different idea than the idea that humans are the smart ones and the superior ones and the ones who are, you know, kind of at, at the top in the world, and then the others are underneath. No, we're all we're all equal in this way. We all have things to share. And I've I've worked with so many animals who understand things and know things. And are able to teach and communicate about things that we as humans can barely understand. Yeah. Um, they have such an incredible, you know, intelligence and wisdom. And so, you know, you asked about how kind of how I came to this. I. I, this is a second career for me, and one that I never expected to have. Um, and it, it it just opened up for me as I was guided. But I I was a, a professional musician and a music teacher for many years, and so you know I worked as a teacher and um, as a performer in a lot of different capacities, and. The animals, um, you know, were always important to me. And at a certain point, I began very much devoting myself to the study and the remembering for myself and the uncovering in my own spiritual journey of the this this way of communicating and this way of connecting. And so it became something that I now do as a, as a profession, as a job, kind of unexpectedly. It just started to grow and, and grew and grew. And that at a certain point, I realized realized this was this was really the path that I wanted to be on and and I and, and so I made a change and I'm no longer working in the music world but that's kind of how it happened for me yeah. but, but you know not everybody it doesn't take what, what I want to say is it doesn't take somebody doing it professionally and as a job okay. to engage in this kind of communication and understanding we can all do this
0: Yeah, amazing. Well, I also want I have a 11 year old little girl. And um, I'd love for her through this podcast and all kids out there listening to really see that there are all different careers that we can have, and that we can really select a career and I want my daughter to go to college and I want her to get a degree and I want her to have that behind her but then I also want her to select a career that really speaks to her heart and fulfills her soul's mission here in this lifetime so I think it's so powerful Nancy the work that you do and you can just feel how much you love it and how much wisdom you're bringing through and making connections between animals and humans so thank you so much for all that you do we're can people find you um best way is to find
1: my website uh, it's nancywindheart.com and it's like it's spelled like the wind and like your heart so um and then i'm also um on facebook and instagram and um i have a little youtube channel that might be growing at some point i don't know but um but, you know check out my website and um yeah um love to connect with people and welcome anybody who wants to come into the community
0: Yay. Well, all my love, Nancy, thank you so much
1: for being here. Thank you, Julie. Thank you for inviting me. And and, uh, thanks to all of the listeners
0: and viewers. Want more episodes? Check out our parent podcast, Angels and Awakening. Beautiful souls, if you're super excited to develop your own intuition, go to theangelmedium.com and become an angel member today. Angel membership is for the whole family. Parents get access to hundreds of hours of past course content, new intuitive development circles, events, small groups, and more. And now kids get access to spiritual workshops, pre-recorded energy healings, and live events just for them. Start today at theangelmedium.com. And if you're the family who's really excited, you're ready to go all in developing all of your unique spiritual gifts, kids ages 14 and up can now enroll in my angel Reiki school with a parent. That's for the healers among us who feel called to grow their intuition to the max and serve humanity with their gifts. You'll learn Reiki energy healing, mediumship, how to deliver angel messages, and how to start your own family business. That's The Angel Reiki School at TheAngelMedium.com. Details are in the show notes. Now, do you want to do an exercise with me? Imagine God is pouring unconditional love through the top of your head. This unconditional love fills your body with yummy, shimmering energy from head to toe. So much so that God's love begins to radiate out from your entire body, from your heart, like rays of energy radiating out from the sun. Imagine God's infinite, unconditional love flows from your heart to everyone you love, to everyone in your school, to everyone listening to this podcast, and back to you. Your angels remind you they're always looking out for you, guiding you, directing you, protecting you. Talk to God and your angels all day long and listen to your heart for the positive, loving messages they have just for you.